What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If it is your first time here, my name is Brandon. As always, we do have our investing academy as that first link in the description below. Today's gonna be a quick update video sharing with you guys a couple of stocks that I have personally been buying as of recently. And I know it's been actually a little while since I've done you know, a stocks to buy video or stocks I'm buying because to be honest, in general, I haven't been doing that much buying as of late. I think an equal, as much as we all love buying and investing our money wherever we can, an equally as important part of buying stocks is also knowing when not to buy stocks. And just as of recently, I haven't found too many opportunities and too many appealing stocks out there for me personally. I do know a lot of the YouTube stocks, those are down. The YouTube hype stocks, those are down. No shock. But for the top tier quality stocks that I look at, markets are at all time highs. My watch list hasn't really given me anything clear, but there have been a couple bits and pieces where I've been nibbling. And I did just want to share with you guys some, some insight and uh, just kind of keep you guys up to date. So if you enjoy, give this video a big thumbs up. The first company that I want to talk about is the company Tencent Holdings, ticker T-C-E-H-Y. By the way, if you do want to skip to the Canadian one, I'll go ahead and put a timestamp up on the page for you. But Tencent today is trading at $81.80. They are down about 20% since February. So about two months, the stock has come down. I did come across some news that uh, Naspers, or actually one of their subsidiaries, uh, a company I've never heard about, uh, they sold about $15 billion worth of shares. They reduced their weighting down from 31% to 29%. Naspers is, of course, the uh, African company or South African uh, investment company. They were one of the uh, original companies. They were one of the original investors, let's call it, in um, this tech company, Tencent. Also, Kathy Wood and her ARC funds did sell a little bit of Tencent. As of recently, I personally don't put too much emphasis on that. I don't really care for that, but these could be a couple of the reasons with these big investors selling out that could be driving the shares down. Tencent, just to take a look at their most recent quarter, phenomenal, phenomenal numbers. Total revenue and operating profit were up 26% a piece year on year. I have highlighted on the bottom, we'll go over a little overview of Tencent in a second, but 1.2 billion with a B, billion monthly active users on WeChat or Wixen, Wixen, I, I never know how to pronounce that, and 595 million on QQ. These are two of their big social media or messaging or instant messaging platforms. And you know, for those of you that are not familiar with Tencent, I know a lot of our followers, you probably hear me talk about Tencent so much. You can go back and dig up some previous videos that I've done on them. I've honestly done quite a few videos on Tencent, but very briefly, a revenue breakdown. The mix looks a little something like this. Social medias, online games, so AKA video games, online advertising, so ads on their content, and then they have FinTech. And you'll note here that they're all actually very evenly and equally weighted. This actually wasn't the case if you've been following Tencent for a while. They were very heavy and dominant in the gaming division or the gaming segment of their business. It's really starting to even out and we're really starting to see some good diversity there, which I think is, uh, I think that's phenomenal for the long-term prospects of the company Tencent. This company has so many aspects of their business that are apparent and important in the digital world that we live in today. I really like to consider Tencent this perfect hybrid of uh, different areas. And you can draw a lot of comparables to companies here in North America. In fact, if we were to make some comparisons to the FANG stocks, Tencent is huge in areas like content creation. So video streaming, 
music streaming, even news outlets and whatnot. You can kind of think of it kind of like a Netflix in a way. You do have video games, obviously. This is one of the biggest producers in the world of online video games. And we could compare that to somewhat of like a Microsoft here, which of course is involved in video games through Xbox. I think that's actually a bit a bit of a weak comparison, to be honest, because um, it's not apples to apples. They do payment processing. So things like Apple Pay or Visa Pay, they have their exact same versions over in China. They are huge in the cloud division, like a Google. And of course, their social networks or their platforms that all these monthly active users are on. This is a very, very similar comparison to Facebook that we have here. And a lot of this company's business does revolve around the WeChat app. This app has everything. Okay, now I personally don't use the app. It's more tailored towards the Chinese market. If any viewers are watching, I'd be very interested to hear what your experiences are on this app. But through this hub and through this um, mobile platform, they are really monetizing in so many different ways. I've heard some crazy things about what you can do on that app. And I would uh, encourage you, if you do use the app, leave a comment down below with some of the things you can do. I've heard obviously things like booking cabs, easy, that's easy. Booking movies, uh, I've heard some even more crazier things, but I'm not gonna get into that in this video. But to me, what I think is so crucial about this company and why I believe this is gonna be a winner long-term is through all these different areas of business, they really have created an ecosystem. And a company that I really resonate with here in North America, actually I'd go as far as saying it's probably my favorite company out there is the company Apple. They as well have done just a phenomenal job, maybe one of the best ever to do it, in creating this ecosystem of customers that are constantly returning and constantly intertwined. Tencent has found itself in, in my opinion, a very, very similar situation. And all the areas that they operate in, they have these tailwinds uh, like the cloud storage, like the fintech and the payment processing content. These are the places that you want to be going forward. In particular, I'd like to speak a moment on the gaming segment. I won't get into this much longer, but this is one area that I do particularly like. Tencent is the company behind some of the world's most popular video games, and they're continuing to improve their position in this gaming industry. The chart that I dug up is from 2019, so yeah, it's a little bit outdated, but just take a look at the dominance there in their market. A clear front runner. Actually, this was taken from their most recent earnings report, and just last quarter, Tencent set a record. This is in the entire esports category. They set a record for the League of Legends World Tournament with over 45 million viewers. And I've already talked about a number of times my opinion on this gaming space, so we're not gonna get into that today. But one thing to note is that this area of business is a very, very profitable and very, very high margin business for the company. In general, Tencent is a company that operates with amazing margins. Their gross margins are up at 46%. Obviously, a key part of this is gaming, where they can charge a lot of in-game purchases, a lot of um, you know subscription-type uh, payments, as well as advertising. They can do advertising on all their different content platforms, and that is just a very, very high-margin business. For a company of this size to be posting growth numbers in the 20s, 25 30% range, that is very, very impressive. And when it comes to a stock like Tencent and just Asian stocks in general, 
I do think that that can sometimes get overlooked because of the amount of risks that comes with investing in this stock. And I'll mention, again, this is a stock that's that I've been buying. This does not make it a, necessarily a suitable stock for you. But of course, when it comes to investing over in the Asian market, you always have the fears of uh, government issues. There is constantly talks of the potential for these stocks to be delisted, especially as of recently. And I know a lot of the people in the comments say that's not a risk they're willing to bear. And that's completely understandable. Keep in mind, if you do really believe in Hong, um, in uh, Tencent, you can go out and buy these shares directly on the Hong Kong exchange. You would then be subject to currency risk. And uh, regardless, if these stocks did get delisted, the share price would definitely suffer. I actually don't think it will get to that case. That's just a personal opinion. Uh, it's a risk that I'm willing to bear. The point is that there are definitely things that weigh on the stock and that drag it down. And in my opinion, for where the shares are trading at today, I think we're paying a very, very fair price. And it's almost like all of these considerations and all of these risks that are kind of weighing down the stock, uh, all of these risks are kind of weighing down the stock and the stock is priced accordingly. But for the long term, the power and the uh, profitability of this company, even factoring in all these risks, that's something that I'm willing to bear. So with the shares trading today at $81.80, Tencent has been a company that I have been nibbling at. I've actually owned Tencent for a number of years, and now that they're coming down, I'll continue to nibble. Keep in mind, yes, shares are down 20%, but we're nowhere close to where the shares were trading just two years ago. So I'm not saying scream and buy at the moment, but again, of the options available, this is one that I have been uh, deciding to do chew, chew away at or nibble away at. Moving on to my uh, second stock, and this is the Canadian one that I have been buying. In fact, I'm actually planning on buying some later this week. So I'm filming this on Sunday. I'll very likely be, be adding to this stock throughout this trading week. It's the company Bell Canada, ticker BCE. And this is one of my core long-term holds. Obviously not nearly as exciting as the company Tencent. Today it trades at $58.13. Take a look at this dividend, 6.02%. So yes, the shares have come down a little bit and hey, let's just imagine this stock trades flat uh, all year. Doesn't really go anywhere. A 6.02% dividend yield that you're pulling in, that is just phenomenal. And obviously the big industry news in the telecom space here in Canada was Rogers and uh, Shaw with their bid and acquisition and merger that will be taking place, I believe sometime next year. Bell was therefore kind of shoved out of the spotlight. It kind of just hid away in the shadows. We really didn't hear much about it. I did see actually quite recently, Bell did actually place a bid. It didn't end up panning out. It was about $10 billion below what the deal ended up being. I think an obvious question that comes is how is this deal, whether it goes through or not, how is this gonna impact Bell? I don't think I have the answer to that yet, and I don't even have really much of an opinion, to be honest. I think that these companies in general will continue to operate and continue to command the Canadian market, assuming everything goes through. Bell today has over 10 million customers, which represents about 30% exactly of the market. I don't see anything major changing to that. In fact, you could even argue for uh, Bell, kind of being this company on the sidelines, that if this deal does end up falling through and if the regulators come in and... Um, kind of veto it, well, it'd be quite certain that we'd see some drops in those share prices. Again, Bell kind of sitting on the sidelines could just be out of the equation. Again, personally, I don't have too much to say on this topic. I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts. But what I do have confidence in is that this is regardless of how things play out, 
this is likely going to be a very good long-term core hold for me. In terms of the numbers, there's nothing too exciting whatsoever to talk about. The numbers are still not looking necessarily strong as they are kind of recovering from this COVID pandemic. They did, however, increase the dividend, which is something that I love to see. They bumped that up 5.1% in February, up to about 87 cents per quarter. And one of the areas that got a lot of talk in the investor uh, presentation and as well as our quarterly earnings is Bell is pretty aggressively building up their media segment, the media side of their business. So for those of you that don't know, Bell does not just do telecommunications and just internet and wireless and wireline. They also have a variety of media outlets. They own actually about 35 local television stations. I'm sure you'll recognize a lot of these. They license the rights to Canadians for a lot of popular movie channels, HBO, Showtime, just to name a few. And in particular, one of the evolvements over the past quarter was they really are expanding their partnerships and their productions over on the East Coast. So I know we have a lot of French viewers and you guys may actually recognize more of these shows than I do because some of these names over in Quebec and uh, Montreal, like Le Phil, uh, hey, we don't really watch these types of shows over uh, in Vancouver here. But what this does suggest to me is that this company is really, really uh, putting the emphasis and diversifying onto this content side of things. Uh, maybe they're following in the footsteps of companies like Netflix. A lot of other companies are very heavily investing in uh, content take disney for example and if this model is paying off it seems to be pretty clear that bell is looking to expand their branches there and we'll have to see how that plays out over the next uh, few years in general though i don't have too much all to say about this company other than it will continue to be a long-term hold in my portfolio i'll continue to collect dividends and because the stock hasn't really moved all too much since since i purchased it last I'll likely take this as an opportunity to just keep building up the position because I think it's been a few months since I purchased Bell. And as I talked about in a recent video as well, I do like to phase into my purchases and with a lot of other stocks, again, not necessarily looking that appealing to me, this would be one of my selections. Those would really be the two main stocks as of recently. Again, I have talked about Lockheed Martin in a completely separate video, so I don't need to go and repeat myself again, but in general, uh, Tencent, Bell and then Lockheed Martin would have been my uh, picks as of recently. Technically, I could throw Alibaba onto that list. I just see so much growth and so much uh, potential in China, despite a lot of people not wanting to invest there. But those have really been my picks uh, over the past little while. And I'll continue to monitor, th monitor things going forward. Obviously, we are about to kick off a new earnings season. So Monday morning, we got some companies uh, reporting already. It's going to be a crazy, crazy week coming up or a crazy, crazy earnings season, I should say. And with the markets just being so choppy and uh, volatile, and I think, at least what I feel, there's a lot of uncertainty kind of starting to flow in and around uh, the market. I will love to keep some cash on the sidelines and wait for some opportunities on my high-class companies that I have on my radar. But until then, those are my picks for today, guys. I'll obviously keep you up to date. So be sure that you're subscribed to the channel. I think my dad actually may be doing a stocks to buy video as well, or stocks he's buying video coming up later in the week. So be sure that you're subscribed and hit the bell notifications if you don't want to miss that. If you didn't enjoy today's video, I'd love to hear your, uh, drop a thumbs up first. Uh, that really helps out. And I would love to hear your uh, comments and feedback on my picks. Do you like them? Do you not like them? In general, I'm just curious what stocks you guys are buying right now. Again, just because I'm not seeing value out there in my stocks doesn't mean you may not have a whole new selection of the market that I don't follow. That could be uh, some great opportunities. So leave those comments down below. I'll be very excited to check them out. 
As always, we do have our investing academy as that first link down below. If you want to follow along with my portfolio, my trade calls, uh, when I buy and sell, we have our membership group for only $19 a month. And then, of course, we have training courses for anybody that does need uh, additional help in learning the stock market. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next video.